Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the High Action Podcast. This is our second season. This is episode 28. And today we're going to be talking about hybrid picking, a very cool right-hand technique that all three of us in the New West Guitar Group use uh, in different ways. And we thought this would be a great opportunity to kind of play a lot of guitar and kind of showcase the ways in which we utilize our pick and our fingers together on the right hand. Um, before we get to uh, the info on the episode, I just want to shout out uh, our partner and sponsor for this episode, the wonderful Henriksen Amplifiers. We are just big fans of this amp company ever since they came on the scene. They've really revolutionized the solid state kind of jazz guitar amplifier, and they've been huge supporters of New West. They're based out in uh, Colorado, and Peter Hendrickson and the whole team just um, built an incredible amplifier for the jazz guitarist and really any kind of guitarist that wants something that is portable and that sounds great. And I'll give you a little demo of um, my Hendrickson. I got it plugged in right here. Here's a little bit on a classic a uh, song called Body and Soul. What do you think, Will? Pretty balanced tone throughout? Always balanced. Hendrickson's are the greatest. Just the greatest. That's right. That's right. Well, it's good to see you, Will. Uh, it's just the two of us this week. John Story mm -hmm. had some other plans, so he couldn't make it. But we do have a special video demo from our man, Mr. Story, that we're going to be playing shortly uh, around hybrid picking. But uh, let me ask you, how are, how are things in Long Beach this week? Things are great. It's been a busy couple weeks, and it's about to be an even busier next couple weeks because we're getting ready to head up to Oregon. So it is New West Shed Week. So that's a good week. If yeah, you ask me back in the shed, making sure we've got all our parts together. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I guess there are plenty of moments in the group when we use hybrid picking. Uh, a lot of mm -hmm. the rhythm guitar stuff we use uh, incorporates hybrid picking, um, but. One of the things I thought we could showcase today regarding the hybrid picking was around just playing solo guitar and how we mm -hmm. approach playing chord melodies and playing standards with using a pick and uh, our fingers, our second, third, and fourth finger. So uh, for people that aren't familiar with hybrid picking, um, the, the kind of the most basic way that I can explain it is that you use uh, your guitar pick in conjunction with your fingers. And there's no set rule with whether you can only use the second finger and the third finger. Some people use the pinky as well. Some people don't. But it really gives you kind of a flexibility in some ways that you don't have with the pick. Now, uh, I'm not saying that it's absolutely necessary to have a hybrid picking technique. But for me... I found it to uh, really kind of enhance my abilities as a guitar player, and especially from a solo guitar standpoint. 
mm-hmm. and also from a uh, an accompaniment standpoint. Like when I have comp, uh, whether it be in a group setting, whether it be a you know accompanying a vocalist or some sort of duo setting, um, it can kind of add a nice texture and a, a more pianistic kind of sound Absolutely. and feel as a guitar player. Um, Will, do you have uh, you know kind of any memories from when you first started thinking about a hybrid picking technique and kind of you know what that was like for you at first? You know, honestly, I think for jazz guitarists, adopting some type of personal hybrid picking technique is arguably inevitable. Um, if you're really exploring sound and dynamics and articulation. So I don't remember an exact time, but I do want to mention that you, I think you nailed it on the head talking about taking a pianistic approach. Um, Even if you just take a three note grouping, if I'm comping on a, a C blues, right? And I'm just comping like this, as opposed to, It's a little tighter. You have yeah. more control over the articulation. Yeah. I, like I said, I think it's kind of inevitable. So I don't know when I started, but I've been doing it as long as I can remember. Right. Yeah, it's, um, it can be pretty comfortable. And, you know, because if you're laying your fingers out kind of right over your strings in general, uh, your thumb and your first finger, which are holding your pick, they might be kind of dealing with more of the D string, the A string, and the low E string. And mm-hmm. similarly to a classical guitar technique, your uh, middle finger, your uh, ring finger, and your pinky, um, those can also kind of land on the G, B, and E strings. So it doesn't have to be that defined, but uh, generally that's a good way to get started. And for people that are trying to kind of practice this, one technique that I would use is just doing simple arpeggios, starting with, uh, say, in the key of E, starting uh, in the first position. Let me turn up my amp. (laughs) There you go. Well, you can just kind of get used to playing the pick with the fingers. And then you can kind of move up the scale. That's a great way to just kind of get started is to take a simple exercise and pick mm-hmm. the bass note and use your middle ring and pinky fingers to kind of deal with the upper upper strings. Did you ever have any exercises, Will, that helped you get into a hybrid zone? Definitely. Um, one that I'm thinking of, I'll do the same kind of thing where I'm ascending it through a key. We're going to take the key of C major. And what I'm doing is I'm breaking a four-note chord into groups of two. Uh, So I'm hitting the C and the B with my pick and second finger, and I'm hitting the E and the D Mm -hmm. with my pick and third finger, ideally. Yeah. Do you go with the next chord? Has a very Jimmy Weibel sound. across uh, different strings and it does kind of give you a pianistic sound of really separated notes and I hear guys like Kreisberg do that a lot with the way that he he does arrangements on guitar so that's a big one for me 
Yeah. And, you know, one of the kind of questions you have to ask is, uh, and John's going to address this in his, in his uh, special video that he made for this episode, but, you know, whether or not to grow your nails out on your right hand to try to have a right. different kind of blend. Now, Will, you don't really use nails on your right hand, right? So it's all flesh happening, it's right? It's all flesh. And that, that's a nice, smooth sound as well. A lot of guys have that vibe. Uh, John and I, having a little bit more of a background in classical guitar, also have some nails on the right hand, which can give, I don't know, maybe like a sharper articulation sometimes on the string, which is a good mm -hmm. and also a bad thing, depending on you know how, how uh, your touch is on the right hand. But let's yeah. take this moment here before Will and I get into playing some tunes with a hybrid technique. Let's take a moment here to kind of hear from our cohort, the man himself, uh, John's story, um, about this particular episode. Now, we've got to give John a little bit of a little bit of shit. Where do you think he is this week, Will? Any ideas? Disneyland. Any ideas? He's at Disneyland. He's at Disneyland. Well, that would be something. <laughs> well, here we go. Uh, let's make sure that uh, we can hear John. And this is a little video that he wanted to make for all the listeners out here regarding hybrid techniques. So here we go. So with hybrid picking, I feel like one of the most important things that we can do is make sure that the pick isn't overpowering the fingers. And I think there's a few ways to do that. The first is you wanna make sure you've got a little bit of nail on your fingers so that you have a clean attack, like a pick. kind of having trying to have as equal of an attack as possible and um i like to file my nails kind of rounded a little bit more towards where the where they're actually coming in contact with the string so that there's a little bit more of of a nail on that side of it um but yeah just practicing playing with the pick and fingers the most basic way to do it with with the chords you're using from either the bass note on the fifth string or the bass note on the sixth string is we're just going to use the pick to play the bass note and then we're going to pick um, or we're going to choose uh, three strings to use with our middle ring and pinky fingers and i i use my pinky finger quite a bit when i'm playing hybrid you know it gives me a nice kind of pianistic sound so if you're playing a 12 bar blues like a b flat blues you can just go around Bass chord, bass chord, you know. That's a great way to practice that. Now, the other thing, too, I think this comes from classical guitar playing. You know, it's really important when you're using these fingers, you want to get a really great, um, strong attack with the fingers and also have the, the fingertips be sort of spongy a little bit, the actual tips. So it's not like you're, you're picking like this but you're pulling with your whole hand. So you get a nice big sound. Like when I play against the string, my fingers slingshot all the way back into my palm. This goes back to what we talked about the other week with picking, like keeping your fingers out versus in a fist. I think it's great to keep them out because if I'm gonna just jump into hybrid picking, then they're right there and ready to go. But if they're in a fist, my hand has to spring them out and then back. So it's another reason why I kind of like having my hand be a little bit more relaxed in general when I pick.
getting independence with the pick and the other fingers is also something to practice. And you know, there's some there's some really great solo guitar pieces out there, like the Giuliani studies for the right hand and the Carulli studies for the right hand. Um, if you're if you're a jazz guitarist, one thing you can do is go through those studies and play them hybrid picking. So it'd be like. to get it so that you can't really tell the difference between the pick and the fingers. Right there, I've got a little bit of a stronger attack on the bass note, which the first note in this little study is kind of the melody, but getting it nice and even. great way to practice your hybrid picking i i like kind of if i'm going to be doing a solo guitar gig and i'm going to be hybrid picking for an extended period of time i like using a bigger pick i mean he's pick boy this is the pick boy 120 is kind of nice for that compared to using one of my more jazz style picks like the blue chip jazz ones that are that are smaller than this it can be a little bit trickier but yeah point being work on your nails work on your independence and work on playing from the joint of the hand so that you can get a nice balanced sound and a balanced attack and it's always great to practice it plugged in and acoustic i think when we're playing without the amplifier you can really hear if your attack is clean or not because sometimes the amp can kind of mask if you're really getting a big tone from that so thanks for tuning into the hybrid picking episode. Okay, the man nice. himself, John Story, spitting some knowledge on uh, the hybrid technique and kind of similar to what we've already been saying, right? That pianistic approach using um, the pick on the lower strings and the uh, external fingers on the upper strings. And um, yeah, I guess, you know, one of the things I was thinking about when I was watching him and, and listening to that was, you know, what drew me to hybrid picking in the first place. And it was this idea to kind of go from a full harmony approach that was really clean and pianistic on the guitar to also being able to play lines with the sound of the pick. So I just mm -hmm. wanted to quickly demonstrate just a little bit. And then, Will, I thought you could try this too. Like take any mm -hmm. tune and even do like a kind of more of like a Brazilian rhythm style with your right hand, which is really um, lays well with the hybrid picking approach, and then go into lines and then go back to harmony. So you can kind of get uh, a feel like this. This is a tune, uh, you stepped out of a dream. And I'll just kind of demonstrate that ability to kind of go back between the hybrid and the picking, which is really why I was drawn to this technique and tried to develop it. But uh, here you go. So, you know, it's, it's hard to get that same feel if you're not using the fingers, you know. So do you want to try a little something, Will, where you're kind of going 
back between the hybrid and the pick because that's one of the, Definitely. in my opinion, one of the biggest benefits of, of having a hybrid technique. Definitely. Uh, maybe a tune like You Go To My Head. Yeah. I think this is totally great. And if we're talking about doing solo guitar gigs like John mentioned, this is totally right up there. So I'll yeah, do yeah. Uh, You Go To My Head. Maybe a little slower than you, a little less Samba-ish. work there man yeah it sounds great and you know i guess it just gives you so many nice options you know and you can mm -hmm. really kind of like break up um <clears throat> the upper structures of the harmony with the bass motion as well when you're using hybrid which you did to great effect on that tune uh you know one of the things that i feel like a hybrid technique gives you is uh, the ability to kind of have like a, a good three-pronged approach with your right hand as a jazz guitar mm. player because, you know, clearly, well, we, let's even say four-prong <laughs> approach. I will add one more in there. But like with the pick, you know, you want to be able to also enjoy the sound of, the, of just using the pick and having the pick come across the strings because that's a beautiful sound as well on, on the mm -hmm. guitar. Like, you know, something like... Um, when you're playing real rubato, just kind of hearing that sort of. Like hearing that kind of thud of the pick along the strings, I feel like is a, is a really beautiful sound. Now, in comparison to using the pick on the low strings with just the fingers, that's also a beautiful sound. Like... gives you like a little bit more separation like we were talking about so that would be your second approach right the first is just the pick the second is with the pick and the fingers um and then the third one would just be playing single notes where you're not playing harmony you know mm -hmm. 
And then the fourth one, obviously, is dropping the pick and just getting into your fingers, which is also a beautiful sound. So, you know, kind of having a multitude of techniques will really serve you well um, as a as a jazz guitar player, I think. And, you know, hybrid has opened a lot of doors for me uh, as a solo guitar player, but also as uh, an accompanist for playing with singers, where you're playing duo gigs with singers, or you're backing up a horn player, or if you're playing in an ensemble, like a quartet or a quintet, or even in a trio, just being able to comp well. Um, like, here's an example of sort of just how I would comp over an F blues and a hybrid technique as if I was playing with a bass player and a drummer and a horn player or something like one, two, one, two, three. That's the that's the vibe. That's I a vibe, agree. right? But you know, uh, the other day uh, over the weekend, I had a gig that was like kind of like loud swinging, like power jazz, and that kind of comping is not exactly it's lost. It's not going to cut it, right? That's that's when you mm -hmm. got to get in with the pick and. So it's just like having a multitude of techniques um, really helps, especially um, with the hybrid stuff. Will, mm -hmm. do you want to try another standard playing hybrid? Kind of like sure. focusing on, on the hybrid approach? You can mix Definitely. in other things, but you know. Um, I think what I'll do is take a tune that I, I really love doing this with, which is Ain't Misbehaving. Yeah. And a, a tune like this stylistically already really makes me want to bring out a kind of attempt to do some stride guitar. I use that with quotation marks because I don't yeah. take that type of playing lightly, especially if you think about cats like Martin Taylor, etc. But, you know, maybe I'll try to play some of the melody up top while catching some of the bass motion and time below. Um, and again, in a solo guitar setting, the hybrid picking would be all over this, so. Ending there, yeah, it was fresh, man. Uh, I, I just, 
you know, the hybrid technique, it also kind of, you can utilize it over like Chet Atkins stuff, you know, like the, the, Absolutely. the first teacher that I had was this cat named Jimmy Luttrell, and he was really into Chet Atkins. He was also really into Django and Benson. And so his whole thing with me was that like, learn to play with that kind of stride piano type feel, but have mm-hmm. the flexibility of the pick. Because if you're using a thumb pick to try to play single lines, I don't know. I just, I've never heard it sound good. Maybe somebody can prove me wrong on that, but I mean, I admit I've never really tried that. I'd just be so hesitant to. Um, I feel like that would just change your whole relationship with the feel. Yeah, exactly. So one song that I remember doing a lot with a hybrid technique to get into that Chet feel was Mr. Sandman, and it was like. Oh. Slick. You know, it's slick, right? Slick. And then when you have, you know, a flat pick that you're working with instead of a thumb pick, then you can just go right into like... Mm-hmm. You can go right into the lines and... Mm-hmm. I remember my old teacher kind of explaining like this potential to me. I thought, oh, that that seems pretty cool. Like that seems like you got a lot of possibilities to play that way. Um, You know, one point that John mentioned, which I think is curious to discuss, is trying to equalize the tone between the pick and the fingers, which I think is a good exercise and goal to um, be able to do, but not always necessary. Because I remember from a previous uh, episode in the first season, the great Josh Smith, who uses uh, a hybrid technique in a really cool kind of modern way as like a blues jazz uh, player. Mm -hmm. Uh, He talked about wanting people to distinguish the differences between when he's using his pick and his fingers, even within a line. Like it it Mm -hmm. kind of creates this sort of contrast, you know. Uh, Do you have any thoughts on that? Do you want your fingers to sound exactly like the notes that you pick Mm. in a hybrid situation where do you kind of fall in that zone yeah where do i fall i mean if i just take a b flat major seven i would i would say it's not always my first priority but then again i'm not using hybrid picking necessarily to the mastery level that john is especially like i don't have my pinky as dialed in as he does um, I would say, you know, the pick is doing the bass motion, and I, I like to think of that separate from what's going on on top. In my case, like if I'm doing a quote-unquote attempt at some stride guitar. So actually having a little bit of sonic difference, I don't mind, but I think it's a very small amount of sonic difference. Right. Um, I think in general I try to get an even sound. Yeah, you, you want them to be pretty close, you know, or at least have the ability to kind of make them 
pretty similar between the pick and the fingers. I remember a recording that I did with New West, like it's got to be like 15 years ago, one of our earlier studio albums. I was playing this tune with a hybrid technique um, and the bass motion was too loud and the fingers were too hmm. quiet. And I remember listening back to it thinking, it doesn't sound right. And it was because uh, my fingers were not getting enough sound out of the instrument compared to my pick. So it is something to be aware of, but like even if you're using a hybrid technique to play more lines, it might be okay if there's a little contrast. Like say, take something like this, um, just over the key of D minor, like one, two, three. a little difference between whether i'm using the pick on the string or my upper fingers right a little but i was but what i would say is if you're um hammering on some notes that falls into the middle gray zone so actually it did all sound very blended however i could hear when you struck a chord with your pick for sure yeah like i could if i were to close my eyes i'd be able to probably pick out a good amount of those yeah now i hear you well, let's try a few more tunes here. Um, do you have anything else you want to play, focusing on the on the hybrid vibe? How about uh, one of my favorite ballads of all time, um, These Foolish Things? Yeah, love it. Yeah.
Nice, man. Yeah, it sounded beautiful. And again, you had that flexibility to go into uh, a beautiful line with your pick there on a little cadenza at the end. Mm. So I guess really my my urge to encourage all guitar players to develop a hybrid technique is that it just gives you so many options. You know, there are a lot of guys that can play lines well with their fingers, and obviously they can play harmony and solo guitar well with just their fingers. The one thing that I feel like does get a little compromised without a pick is sort of that real rhythm guitar sense. You know, that sort mm. of what we talked about a few episodes ago, that real... Absolutely. It's really hard to get that sound without a pick in your hand. So, I mean, I've seen guys that are real big finger players have like a pick kind of mounted on their guitar ready to grab for those moments. Frank they, Potenza. Yeah, or they put them in their mouth when they're, you know. So, I mean, that, that can work, I suppose, but like to the extent that you can get used to uh, a hybrid technique, I, I really think it will benefit you. Uh, let me try Can one. Can I pose a question? Yeah, yeah. And then I want to try one other song after that, but go. Definitely. Even last week when I was teaching a, a young student, um, I'm sure you find this. Sometimes with young students, they kind of deliberately put their pick away when they comp for you. Um, yeah. It, it changes the whole sound. It changes, as you said, the feel. And and so I, I, I said, all right, well, I'm going to actually try comping a, a couple choruses for you without it just to see if I can kind of pull it off. Man, it really changes the thing and i think i would encourage younger players perhaps they're losing the pick while they comp to try to get a softer sound but i would say you know listen to especially some of that advice john was giving where you really just work on getting an even sound between the pick and the fingers because i think that makes a big difference like you said if you want to jump over to just straight rhythm guitar it's yeah, kind man. of essential yeah. yeah yeah and also i mean from years of experience with, with hybrid technique, like when you are accompanying someone, let's say it's another guitar player, let's say it's a singer, whoever, mm -hmm. um, to have the pick on the bottom of the strings can really help with like uh, having the bass line cut through, which is often like the foundation of what you're playing, you yep. know? Um, and I would find some success too, like if you're playing these sort of uh, drop three voicings, where you mm -hmm. can kind of roll your fingers, your pick, your middle, and your ring finger to great effect. Like, and that little, it's so, yeah. it lays so well on the guitar. Now, yeah, you can do that without the pick with just thumb, first finger, and second finger. But as we've been saying, then you can't go into. So it just gives you a lot of options with with the hybrid thing. I feel like we're we're like an advertisement for hybrid picking today. <laughs> That's what this episode well, I, is. Well, I mean, I think it is inevitable if you're if you're really a jazz guitarist in different settings. Like I said, it's funny you asked how, when did I start. I don't even know. I mean, I feel like it just becomes part of you, right? See, that's funny because I think everybody has a different experience. Like. John came from a background of classical guitar early on, so I think incorporating the fingers in however he was using a pick was natural for him. Mm -hmm. For me, I distinctly remember the moment where this teacher, I was like probably 12 years old, and he was like, this is why you should use a hybrid technique. And he used it, and I thought, oh, that's cool. 
Mm. Uh, and so it just yeah. kind of clicked for me back then as a goal. But yeah, it, it really uh, has a lot of benefits. And maybe uh, we can close out a little bit. I want to play uh, one of my favorite songs, just really kind of focusing on that, uh, that technique here. So uh, this is uh, Stella by Starlight. Hybrid picking, unavoidable. Well, geez, I mean, if you can kind of sit through the learning curve on it, because it is a steep learning curve, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think the benefits on the back end uh, can be can be really cool. Um, well, we, we really just want to thank everybody for joining us uh, on another episode. Uh, for those of you that are subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash newwestguitar, you're really helping directly uh, the effort that we put into producing this podcast every week for you. And we want to thank you especially for being part of the community. And you're getting video access to all of these uh, episodes, which really that's probably the best way that you can kind of digest this stuff fully. Wouldn't you agree, Will, is kind of seeing Especially on this episode. Yeah, all the techniques that we've been talking about the last few episodes really kind of seeing it, uh, having a visual aid can really help people. Um, hey, this, you know what's exciting, Will? Next week, we're on the road. I know. I'm really excited. I really, really am excited that this ensemble can just lay into some tunes finally. Not since uh, I, basically August. Yeah. When we, when we hung in October, we, you know, it wasn't quite the same. No, it wasn't, but it was that was definitely fun. The the Bucky Pizzarelli Memorial was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're going to be doing a live podcast from Oregon, so the format and the sound, it's all going to be a little different. Uh, it's not going to be done through Zoom with John and Will on the West Coast and me on the East Coast. We're going to be all together in one place. Uh, it's going to be wonderful and chaotic and and awesome. So, Will, any uh, any final words before we... Uh, bust out of this joint. 
No, no final words. I think uh, this was a great episode, and um, there's there's always more to work on with finger coordination. I'm going to start really working on applying my pinky into some hybrid picking because my pinky is super weak. <laughs> you got to do some pinky push-ups, bro. Yeah, okay? seriously. Get it going. And I'll see you next week on the Oregon coast, man. Look out. Here we come. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm.